cuties? Who would have thought this year would go by as quickly as it had? Seriously, part of me still thinks that it's 2020. (laughs) Agreed. COVID has thrown off all of our time, Jessica. (laughs) It's so bad. It's so bad. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 2022. Like, what just happened? Anyway, if you have been listening to us from the very beginning, you will know that our first episode, we talked about goals and doing regular check-ins. So today we are dishing on how they went for us. And we also want to talk about maybe some of them that didn't go so well. But we also want to reach out and make sure that you guys get in touch with us and talk about your successes and maybe even some of your fails and, and how this worked for you. So please feel free to send us an email at motherhoodadventurepod at gmail.com so that we can celebrate with you. You know, we know that any goal, big or small, is important and self-fulfilling. And talking about small goals, this was my jam this year. Boom. I mean, I decided this year that I needed to stop putting off those little one day seemingly simple tasks and just get them done. I These uh, little tasks included finding a swimming suit that I loved, getting my ears re-pierced, working on my eyeliner application, and learning to braid my daughter's hair. And Can I just say, I was so excited to head to the lake or a pool party or whatever this summer, knowing that after all the trial and error, I found, I found the swimming suit. I found the one. Yay! Yay! Which, ugh. I mean, we did an episode on our hate of pants shopping, but I got to tell you, the idea of swimming suit shopping <laughs> takes Difficult. the cake, doesn't it? Okay, you know what? When Difficult. you're tall and you can't wear a one piece, because think about that for a minute, then you, we can chat. <laughs> you know, the one I picked is a one piece. And the funny thing is, is that even though I'm not tall, like it still feels like I'm hunchy on when I was trying them on. So I had to go to like a more, I wouldn't say like upscale, but like a more expensive actual swimming suit store to find the one I loved. Usually it's like, oh, here I am at like Target or whatever. And oh, that one's so cute. I'll just whatever. But this one, I'm like, no, this is the goal. And I'm going to try on 50 suits if I have to. It was a rough day, ladies. There was plenty of ice cream and crying (laughs) after I left that store, but I did buy the swimming suit that I loved. So it was I'm so proud of you, Jessica. That's a huge accomplishment. And I think that that is a hard thing probably for most women to find a swimsuit they just feel confident and beautiful in. So nice work. Shank. So the next one, um, I wanted to re-pierce my ears. And the fun thing that happened with this one is that my daughter decided that she wanted to join me and get her ears pierced too. And so we just made it a mommy-daughter day and we went out and picked out a ton of earrings. And I'm like, all right, and let's let's get a treat after we're done. And even though there was like a lot of tears and a lot of nerves and like the overwhelm of like going to a tattoo parlor and like seeing people get their tongues pierced and their clavicle pierced and like so many different places to put holes in them. Declan was very overwhelmed, but after the tears and everything, she got him done and it was just such a fun memory. And I mean, I'm sure we would have gone out and done it when she was a little older, but like I got to be the one that like pushed that 
for it be, being me. And she just decided she wanted to come with. It was so fun to experience that with her. That's so great. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that you kind of made a little date out of it. That's adorable. It was fun. It was fun to have a mommy, mommy-daughter date. And though I wouldn't say that I am professional with eyeliner at all, <laughs> I've been working on it like every day and I'm slowly getting more confident and more better. And so I've just been more comfortable, you know, throwing on some more eyeliner to my everyday clown paint routine. But uh, it's getting there. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, well, it looks beautiful over Zoom. Oh, oh, I mean, thank you. I'd buy. Thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you. Um, same with Declan's uh, braiding. I guess just braiding my daughter's hair was like, I think one of the last goals. And though I haven't like been confident enough to like let her leave the house with braids in her hair, like I'm working on it and that's okay. You know, I don't feel like I'm a failure at that goal just because I am not 100% with it, but I know that at least I've started it. And so I can continue doing it and I'll get more and more confident, but I'm so glad that I decided to start somewhere. Erin, I guess it's your turn. I've been talking way too much. Let's talk about your successes for your goals this year, lady. Well, I kind of have to say, before we jump into what I had set as goals, I have had braiding on my list too, because I want to learn to braid my own hair. I have very long hair. And even though I'm in my 30s, if I want French braids, I have to call my mom. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is probably something that needs to be on my list for this next year because, yeah, it's about time I learned to braid my own hair. Yeah, I'm working on braiding somebody else's hair because I feel like braiding your own hair would be so much harder. So I'm like, if I can braid somebody else's hair, I could probably learn to braid my hair. I don't know. I mean, I'm in a house with boys, so I just, I don't really have any options here, Jessica. I gotta learn on myself. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so a few of my goals. Um, One was to focus on areas that had become cluttered and kind of tackle those as an area that needed organization. I killed it this year. I feel like I really, instead of getting frustrated, like, oh, how did this get so cluttered again? I just kind of tried to change my perspective to, okay, this is an area of our house that really needs a system. And so I went through nearly every closet in our house under the under like the bathroom cabinets, things like that, just as I was going through and either trying to look for an item or cleaning. And I was able to really come up with some good systems. So I feel really good about that. And I I always feel really good when I open a space and it's organized and it's easy to find things. So I feel less stressed. No, dang, girl. Organization. I'm sure there are so many moms that are listening right now. They're like, oh, the bane of my existence is organization. I know. So I am well, so impressed with you, girlfriend. We're going to have to do an episode or something on just like how to systematize, how to organize and everything because I try. But sometimes, yeah, I agree. It gets a little cluttery. So you go, girl. And I'm excited to learn from you. <laughs> Wonderful. And we should. We should do a follow-up episode. I would love that. Um, The other one has been date night. And I feel like this one started off a little rough just trying to like adjust and figure it out with, you know, having a young child and stuff. But we, we did it and it was great. And I feel like Everybody kind of needs to feel like this is a doable goal. So I'm actually going to be doing a follow-up episode in February. So stay tuned because I really think that this is a great goal for everyone to focus on. I think it's, it's huge to have a regular routine date night. And I think often we can become so overwhelmed with the chaos of life that our poor spouses just get the shaft. So stay tuned and listen up for that episode. It's going to be awesome. I know my ears are going to be open because 
dang girl, I've been busy. And when you said poor husbands get the shaft, like <laughs> there was no more guilt than shame just pouring on me. <laughs> like a bucket. Yeah. Um, okay, so those were the ones that went well. There were also some that did not go well. It's okay, Erin. Own it, girl. <laughs> Save Own those it. for last. <laughs> okay, I had a big goal of going to bed at a regular hour and waking up on time. <sighs> um, I'm not doing either of those things. I will say I've improved. I was going to bed. I'm a total night owl. And so I was going to bed at about 2 a.m. Um, I'm now going to bed closer to like midnight, which for me is is big but I mean I would still really like to improve that because then I get to work and I'm exhausted so I'm working on using some of the grounding techniques from Jessica and I the biggest thing I have found that helps me is I can't look at my phone and I can't just think that if I'm gonna lay there I'll fall asleep I have to almost distract my brain with something else and so I have gone through like three books this year just reading a chapter a night to put myself to sleep so it's I'm getting better, but that's definitely something that needs to carry over to my list for this next year. Um, and then waking up on time is the same thing. I'm just not a morning person, and I will hit that snooze six times. And it's been really hard because I've had to, because I'm in a cast, I've had to have someone driving me, and they show up, and I'm like, oh, hey, I just woke up five minutes ago. So uh, <laughs> give me 10 minutes to, you know, put my hair in a ponytail yeah, or a messy yeah. bun or something. So. Yeah, that's kind of forced me, I guess, yeah. to be a little better. But I really think that the reason going to bed and waking up on time hasn't been as successful is because I didn't really have a good game plan. I just was like, I want to be better at that. But I didn't set specific goals of, okay, this week I'm just going to focus on waking up 15 minutes earlier and going to bed 30 minutes earlier. Or I'm going to make the goal of waking up on time for one week. And if I do that, I'll give myself this reward. I really didn't have any sort of system in place to help me, to help me do it really. It was just one of those things that was kind of distant like and vague. Yeah, I'm just going to go to bed earlier and I'm just going to wake up earlier. That's it. <laughs> so I think as I carry that one forward, I'll definitely try to have more of a plan. Um, and then the other one for me is eating breakfast. And that ties very closely to waking up on time because I don't even give myself enough time to, you know, probably even thoroughly brush all of my canines. I just am running out the door, half ready. I don't have time to eat breakfast. I get to work. I'm slammed at work. So that one I'm failing at, I'll be honest. I tried doing the whole like protein shakes. They taste like cardboard. I did it for a few weeks. It's really hard. I'm off the bandwagon. So <laughs> yeah, that's where I am. <laughs> it's okay, Erin. You got to start somewhere, right? I, when you were talking about, um, trying to figure out like why something didn't work and how you were, you know, it's because you didn't have like a, an end goal. You just said something and you're like, okay, and it'll just get done. Like one goal that I brought up doing for our other episode was meal planning. And I know we talked about meal planning and how it's like your jam and you do everything on like Sunday and it's just amazing and how I was just feeling like super overwhelmed uh just because I had so much food um I mean the Sunday thing just it's Sundays are just not those days for me so I've still just decided that the best way for me to work on the goal was to over prep foods um, and come up with a list of meals that I could make 
while prepping them. So like if I make some rice, I would make extra rice. If I, you know, extra vegetables, extra meats, and then that would make meal planning for me quicker because I would have already those things cooked and on hand. Um, So that's just been kind of working for me. Is it technically meal planning in the sense of like, that is what meal planning is? No, but I figured out a system that's working for me and sometimes I fail at it. And sometimes I rock and it's okay because there's ups and there's downs and you just kind of have to figure out what your flow is and (laughs) yeah, that's how I feel. I love that. I love that example though, because I think sometimes we, we can be a little rigid in our goals. Like this year I want to get healthy. This year I want to lose weight. This year I want to do date nights. This year I want to organize my house and organizing house to one person may look totally different to somebody else. And that's the thing. Meal planning for you is going to look very different than meal planning for me. We have different schedules. We have different family sizes. We have like different needs and everything. And so try not to let yourself get too mentally blocked into like, this is what it looks like. So yeah. And I think just having a plan. And with you, I like that you tried something and it it didn't work, but you weren't just like, well, failed at that goal. It is a lot of times trial and error to find something that works for you. So that inspires me to do a little more trial and error to find something that works for breakfast. There's got to be something out <laughs> gotta there. Got to be something, right? No, I think that's, it's a, a good idea to talk about like maybe why sometimes goals fail. Because when you were bringing up the idea that Yes, you threw out a goal and I'm sure other people throw out a goal of like, you know, I want to get healthier, but that's not really a specific goal, you know, and I think maybe talking about some reasons why goals fail would be a good idea. So I went to lifehack.org and I found a list of 11 reasons of why people fail to achieve their goals. And so let's just take a look at this list, shall we? Yay. So. Number one was that we needed to shift our focus from the reward to the effort that we're putting in. And I think it kind of goes along really well with um, maybe my eyeliner as well as the meal prepping. You know, here I am focused on like, oh, once I got the meal thing, like dinner's just going to be easy every single day. Like, is it? I don't know. I'm a chaotic mom. Who knows? (laughs) I could burn it after I've prepped it for like days on end. Who knows? (laughs) But like the fact that I am continuously trying new things and figuring out a system that works for me, I can focus on the effort that I put in and therefore I would feel like I was successful at it because I wasn't giving up. First try, I'm done. Is that kind of what you get out of it too, Erin? I agree. I think if we're so focused on... I think even one of the biggest goals people set is weight loss. And so I think if we're so focused on like the end goal of like what number we are trying to get down to, we're going to miss like how strong our body's getting and how much we've lost thus far. And just you've got to be present for the journey in order to enjoy the destination. Kind of that mindset. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a great one. Mm -hmm. Okay, number two, they said goals are undefined or unrealistic, which... (laughs) That's me. <laughs> I mean, it makes total sense, right? I think I think if you are going to set a goal, then you definitely need to have a plan and you also need to be realistic with that plan. I feel like that one just kind of speaks for itself. Did you want to add anything for that one, Erin? No, I think I think I gave some great examples of, you know, <laughs> undefined goals earlier. So I'm good. Okay, great. <laughs> the third one is there are too many things that are already on your plate right now. And that... I don't know if people actually think about that when they're setting goals because I don't. I'm like, 
my life is goals, you know, just getting through the day sometimes is a goal. And when there are so many things on your plate, maybe give yourself a little bit of compassion to be like, I got to set this to the side for just a little bit. I'll come back to it when maybe I can take a breath now and again, because yeah, sometimes life just gets busy. I was just going to say, I, I love the idea of being honest with yourself and saying, I don't have the bandwidth for this and maybe narrowing down your list, not necessarily getting rid of your whole list, but really, I would say almost prioritizing. Okay, I've I've set up these 10 things that are goals of mine. What are maybe the top three that are most important to me type of things so that we're not, like you said, trying to just overburden ourselves with all of the things we're trying to do, especially in certain stages of our lives. So yeah. Okay. Number four is poor planning derails all the efforts. <laughs> Again, (laughs) hi, (laughs) this is me. I think it's both of us. I think I just put meal planning and then, you know, the second I hit Pinterest or something, it's like, this is how meal planning works. And so because I'm not doing it the way that they're doing it, I'm probably a failure. You know, it's, I think it's just, uh, I needed to probably go in with a plan that wasn't like, oh, well, this is how everybody else does something, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. Plan it, ladies. Uh, Number five is losing sight of the why factor, which I think is huge. Why did you set the goal in the first place? What, you know, what was the feeling behind it? And sometimes, especially like say that you are trying to get a little bit more healthy and so you're like, I am going to run six miles every day or I don't even... I can't even think that far right now. Let's be honest. Going around Can the you block. Run six miles? Is that a thing? <laughs> if a bear was chasing me, maybe. Um, I feel like that's a lie. Can you really run six miles right now? Because you were in track. I know you were in track. I don't know. I haven't tried it. I am so busy. I haven't even run six steps in my life. I mean, I'm in a cast right now, so I've got <laughs> yes, an excuse. Yes, you do have an but... excuse. But I mean, sometimes when you're in that situation of like, oh my gosh, this is so hard and this is so difficult, like you aren't focused on the why. You know, sometimes when I'm mm-hmm. holding a yoga pose and whatever, and I'm just like, I am shaking and I'm like, just breathe through it. I have to tell myself like, this is the feeling of my body getting stronger. And the reason why you're doing yoga is to calm your mind and to feel these feelings in your body. You know, having the reason why in your mind during those difficult times will keep you on your goal path. I don't know. That's all I can say. So number six, excuses, excuses, and more excuses. Can I just say I'm like a great example of all these. I'm like, well, I'm going to cast. So obviously I'm not going to be running. Um, (laughs) I mean, forget the the 20 years prior to that, that I also chose not to run. (laughs) But obviously I'm going to cast. So how would I run right now? Oh, Aaron. Well, if you don't put running as a goal, then you don't have to worry about it, right? There is no excuse. But for me, like, oh my gosh, my day is just so busy. And my kids yelled at me twice today. I'm not even going to try to make dinner. Like, talk about an excuse, right? I don't know. So many excuses. Okay. (laughs) Number seven, fear of failure. I feel like I own that one. I am queen fear of failure because uh, mama's got a a fixed mindset. We've already talked about the growth mindset and uh, I'm working on it, but failure terrifies me. (laughs) 
And then you have me that just fails every five seconds. What? But I make great examples for our oh podcast. Oh my gosh. Erin, <laughs> I talk about my failures all the time. I'm oh, learning to own I'm them. I'm just kidding. I've just been failing through this whole episode particularly, <laughs> but it's provided some wonderful examples and real life content for our listeners. So you're welcome for my failures, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> we are so blessed, Erin. Okay, number eight, failing to anticipate obstacles. And that makes sense. Some of these I just feel like are so self-explanatory or I've already like gone over them. And so I'm just going to move on to number nine, which is there is no set deadline. (sighs) Some people are probably like, well, December 31st is my deadline and now it's October. So I mean, it's not October right now, but I mean like it's October. So maybe I should start on those goals now. (laughs) Procrastination. Actually, that one's number 11. Rewind. (laughs) So there's no set deadline. Set a deadline. It doesn't have to be the end of the year. Say you want to finish a goal by January. Like set yourself a little goal once a month. But like make sure that there's an end date or if it's one of those lifetime goals, maybe understand that it doesn't have a, a set deadline. Number 10, allowing naysayers to doubt the goal self-explanatory I wish I could add more to that boo to the naysayers haters that's all I'm gonna say the hard thing is I feel like goals are already hard enough to complete and then when you have like outside influence making it more difficult like poo on them yeah ew so there and number 11 which I've already touched on procrastination by delaying your goals so you set them in January you lose the list and you're like, I don't even know what my goals are. Then you finally decide to sweep your floor and then it's right there and you're like, oh, it's November. Better get on that. Um, so don't procrastinate. The time to do something awesome is now. Also, I want to add that taking a small break from a goal is okay. You know, take time when you feel overwhelmed. I mean, it doesn't take the goal away. So... When you're overwhelmed, take a breather, but get back on it and keep trying and figure out if there are more creative ways to accomplish that goal. I mean, that's why I enjoyed doing that check-in episode with Erin because I feel like check-ins gives you the opportunity to take responsibility and to reevaluate and to talk with somebody and maybe get their views of what successes have worked for them or what things can help you I just like goals are hard for some people but let's not try to make them any harder than they need to be yay so now that we've done that it's a new year whoop whoop so Aaron I don't even know if we've like sat down and like decided to uh be cool become goal companions or anything yet but I want to know now. heck yeah I want to know I already ordered our best friend bracelets <gasps> with little goal charms oh are you gosh. telling me we're not BFF goalies oh goalies that's a sports thing <laughs> I'm so excited you call it whatever you want I'm just excited so Erin <laughs> okay I want to hear do you already have a list of some goals that you wanted to work on throughout the year I do <gasps> I do I want to hear them Okay, one is to do daily gratitude journal. Mm. Two is to have one day a week that I reestablish hobbies for myself. I love that. Three is to be more social. 
Four is to work out, and I hate even throwing this out oh, verbally because now it means that I have to be accountable for mm-hmm. it, but I'm going to put it on there. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is to do more grandparent dates. I really want my son to just spend as much time with his grandparents as possible, like I in a one-on-one that. setting. Yeah. Um, and then another big one is, I don't want to say perfecting, but really getting good, solid closing duties for our household put in place. And we'll talk more about that in a future episode. Okay. And then obviously to grow our podcast and just widen our audience and get more refined in the topics and stuff that we cover. So that's a big one for me. I love that. How about for you? Oh, thank you. Need no introduction. No, I love (laughs) the idea of to be more social. I feel like I like this idea and I want to do it too. I feel like I am a very social human being, but I'm also a guarded social human being. So it's not on my list to try to be more vulnerable this year, but... You've almost inspired me. It is now. I said almost. We'll see. (laughs) But I will go ahead and start talking about mine. Okay. So one of the ones I that you had brought up that you succeeded in this year was uh, dates with your spouse, and that one is definitely on my goal list. I need to establish some like dates with me and my spouse so I'm definitely going to be listening into the February episode because this mama's gonna need some hope another one was read more parenting books I feel like I I do this okay but I really want to hammer it down so that might mean setting aside a little romantic novel and picking up a parenting book Um, I also have gratitude journal on my list. Ever since we did our gratitude episode, I did get a gratitude journal. And some days I'm really good at it and some days I am not so good at it. So I feel like if I continue to do it and it's a goal, like I'm just going to get better. So fingers crossed on that one. I am a part of an opera board up here in Idaho Falls. And so with that, I get to participate in operas and musicals. And right now I am learning lines for a musical. And so one of my goals is just to knock them dead with that one. So I'll throw that in as a goal. Woohoo! Fingers crossed. Um, You're going to be great. Uh, And my last one and one that I have wanted to do for a while. So the one that scares me the most is that I want to work on self-confidence. And when I say like self-confidence, I want to be like sexy confident. You know, I want to feel like just so confident that it's sexy. I don't know. And that's a weird way to say it. I'm not saying that I want to look sexy because that's a whole other thing. I want to feel like just sexy confident. I don't know. That's weird to say, especially on a motherhood podcast, but I just want that. I want to, I want to take off, you know, the t-shirt mom and just, ah, I don't know. I just want to feel more confident and more sexy in my body or not like in my body, but just like with who I am as a person. So that's an awesome goal. That's incredible. That one scares me. It scares me. (laughs) So ladies, we have named our goals. We are on the chopping block and I hope you will shoot us an email and jump on this bandwagon with us and we will hopefully be doing a check-in podcast sometime this year to see how things are going and then of course at the end of the year we will close it off with that 
fingers crossed for all of us that our goals work because now we have 11 reasons why they don't and we've got a clear understanding of maybe what we possibly need to do so that we can get on the success train and get things going. I hope you ladies feel motivated um, because I'm feeling a little more motivated and definitely a whole lot of nervous and uh, we want to hear from you. Also, because Erin wants to grow this podcast, help us with our goals. Help us grow this podcast. Help us reach a lot more other mamas and even papas because I know there's some fellow gents that like listening to this podcast, which welcome men. I don't think we say that enough, but help us with our goals, ladies, just like we want to help you with yours. And with that, happy new year. We want to be a part of your adventure too. So submit your topics, questions, or silly stories to us at motherhoodadventurepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Become part of our mom tribe by following us on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a mess-filled mom moment. Thanks for joining us through our journey of tantrums, triumphs, and teamwork. Till next time.